Hi, welcome to We Excel Weekly. This is our We Excel podcast that encompasses our mission to empower and unite through passion, purpose, and story. All right, so today we have my good friend, Mike Fawn. He is the founder of SketchMob.com, a hub for digital artists and creators to connect with, share, and commission their work with others. Mike left me in, and the city life <laughs> and moved to the <laughs> suburbs of Sacramento with his beautiful wife, Angie, and two kiddos. Mike, we miss you over here. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. Our, our lives always tend to find a way to just come back together. Like we first initially met in LA and then <laughs> yes. we're living there for the longest time. And then you moved up to San Francisco and never, you know, I didn't never thought I'd move back up here to say, move up to San Francisco, but eventually a few years later, we followed you up here. So now we're out in the suburbs. So I'm waiting for you, you guys to come out here. <laughs> oh, no way. There's no way, Mike. So my husband's name is Mike as well, but people don't know that. But there's no way we are going to move to the suburbs. I mean, I I, I commend you and also yeah. honor your courage. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, let, let's let's talk about let's talk about that life, Mike. Let's talk about you as a creative, and you know, I am just so impressed with how you built SketchMob.com from scratch, from just your your idea, and then now it's this just bursting with life. This thirty thousand plus community of digital artists from all over the world, Mike. What was it like for you to do that? Yeah, I, honestly, it was it, it. It took a lot of. You've known me for a while. You know, I've I've started projects on and off. You know, basically had to kind of learn the hard way. You know, many times before, and a lot of it is just kind of. You know, along the way, you learn a little bit of something. You know, a little bit of something about yourself and why you know certain things, certain projects didn't take off or not. And Sketch Mob was an idea that, you know, I had, I think maybe back in 2008, a while ago. And it just kind Earlier of- Earlier than that, Mike. Well, the idea came from 2008, like way back. And so this was what, this was when it, I, we were still in LA. And when, like I said, we were at the agency. And so the idea came there, but, you know, it just, I was like, nah, you know what? There's, there, there could be something similar out there. I just never pursued it. And then, you know, eventually when I moved up to San Francisco, you know, and there's just, you know, this thriving entrepreneurial tech industry, this energy there. And, you know, I, I thought about it. I was like, you know what, this is kind of like, this is my chance. This is my time uh, to do it if I were to do it. And I'm so glad that I did start working on it, you know, at, at this I think 12, 13 or whatever it was. And, but this time I did it pretty much as, you know, kind of the lean startup model where just bootstrap, 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 just literally built it with, I think it was like a broken, like compact computer laptop. <laughs> you know, like I, I kid you not. It was like, I still have the laptop. The screen was broken, but I figured, you know what, instead of going out there and getting new equipment and, 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 and you know, basically building it with the, 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 the lowest, you know, hardware and stuff that I could possibly have my hands on, you know, and just really it was, it was a challenge. It was just to, to, can you do it? Can I do it? And, and it's, it's literally was just bootstrap 
from the bottom up and pushing out a, a, an MVP after I think almost a year of development and just, just, you know, literally going on and recruiting artists, messaging artists on these forums one by one, like, Hey, can you join this community? They're like, what, is there anybody on it? Uh, no, actually, <laughs> you know, but you can be the first ones. And <laughs> so like, literally I started recruiting like one artist at a time. And then like, I think I launched with like 10 artists on there. And, and then I, I didn't know in doing it, how difficult it was to to launch like a marketplace where it's two sides to it. You have, you literally have two customers where one side is the artist and the other side is the buyer. And it's like the chicken or the egg, you know, it's like, which one comes first. And, you know, you know, the artists weren't going to come if there weren't any buyers. So you have to kind of convince them, some to kind of put their postings up there and, and whatnot. So it took, you know, a little bit to get going. And then, and then, you know, eventually, the ball starts rolling. You start seeing, you know, a little bit of some glimmers of, of, of success. And then, uh, you know, you just, it, it gives you a little bit more, you know, encouragement. Just your, your starting off point, which was this sort of, it, I, I feel like it is imposed, impo- imposed, imposed creative, imposed creative obstacles. Right. And, and, it, and it, I, I hear that a lot from, you know, musicians like like Jack Jack White from the White Stripes right he he said that about about you know imposing these sort of of the, uh, limitations on you so that you can be more creative did you feel like it did that to you or was that more of a sort of technical decision in in saying that hey if i can build it on a compact then people can access it all over the world what what was it or is it a bit of both oh yeah but <laughs> if it looked good on that that computer then it looked it looked great on a better, like a Mac or something like that. So yeah, part of it, it was, it was just kind of, like I said, it, it was a, a mentality of, of seeing how resourceful I was, you know, and just, it, it kind of took the, the, like, you know, going back to it being a challenge and, 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 and what I, what I kind of liked about it, what I kind of liked about it was that, was that it, it was kind of liberating in a way where sometimes you, when you have too many tools that you're, you know, you're more prone to kind of try to use everything as opposed to when your tools are way more limited, you get really good and creative at what you have, you know? And so that was kind of like a good starting point for, for sketch mob was that, okay, you know what, I'm, you know, if I'm designing or I'm coding on, on, on this machine and, one, it gave me a something to work up towards. So once I gave myself, okay, once I get 10 or 20 artists on, I get my first sell, then finally I can maybe upgrade the, the machine that I have. You know, it kind of gave my, my, myself a little goal, little sprint goals to reach, to, to, to go for. That's cool. I actually can learn from you on that because, you know, you and I have always loved working with each other, but we have very different styles and I feel like our styles are super complementary. And so I always try to hear about your process because I love the way you do things so methodically. And for me, what I want to know is, you know, I mean, it. you were working for companies, you would, I would recruit you, I, I feel like I would recruit you to a company and then you would stay there way longer than I would. <laughs> And then, and then, and I was like, wow, Mike, you're just, you know, you're dedicated. But then 
And then you went and uh, and went off and embarked on your own entrepreneurial path. What kept you going? I mean, it's not easy, right? I mean, that's a difficult path. You can tell me how easy was it for you to build this thing, and 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 leave a the corporate tech life. Yeah, well, you know, I think coming uh, coming up to, to San Francisco, you know, I think we both were at some good sizable companies that were that was could be very comfortable. I think that could be a dream job for for a lot of people actually. But the thing was at that point, I I didn't have the fulfillment there. You know, there was still that kind of deep down desire of like, you know, I I want to do my own thing. You know, I I feel like I'm not what I'm doing here. I could do so much more. You know, and and you know, it's just the the, the creative side, not just being you know pigeonholed in, in, in a role, but that's the, that's the great thing about this, about being an entrepreneur is that you can put on any hat you want. You can wake up in the, in today and be like, I want to be the designer. I can design my business card. I can design flyers. I can design a webpage. Or you're going to say, today I'm going to be a coder or today I'm going to be a salesperson, or, you know, a marketing person. Literally, there are endless amounts of work and roles that you can play. And that's, that's the, the fun part of it. That's the challenging part of it. For, for someone like myself, I feel like I, I, I like, I love learning. You know, I, I like the challenge of discovering new things and really getting into it and like literally staying up late because I, I, I could not go to sleep because like, I, you know, I'm so into something that's, that's exciting for me. You know, you, you pick, it's, it's a path that it's, it's, if you are, you like challenges, you like problem solving, you like creativity, and you know you want to ever learn. It's like an endless amount of things to learn. Entrepreneurship is is that you know it's and a lot of it's, it's discovering. The more things you learn, the more you learn about yourself. And so I mean, for for Sketch Mob to, to do it, it's it's definitely not easy. It's it's not easy. And then, like I said, you have to learn a lot about yourself. I think for for many for many people you have to find your why you have to find your your reason your purpose to 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 do to do what you do you know and it has to be compelling enough to move you because during those times when it's really really hard really really challenging or when everything seems to fall apart that's your rock that's what you lean back on your purpose your reason that 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 you're doing what you're doing you know and so what is your purpose mike what is that in in one short sentence honestly it, it took it's this is something that you know i wasn't it didn't just come across immediately and it's you know something that i literally had to sit down and kind of do like a a life audit you know finding what's what's most important what's and then you kind of drill back into what your 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 core values are what do you what do you what's important to you you know and for myself you know it's, it was like you know family you know friends experiences, making, making people happy, you know, those like really core things where it's like, okay, well, you know, what, making, you know, your family, making your friends, making people that you care about happy. And, and that was really it. I really drilled down to how can I create more happiness in the world, that create more love and happiness in the world. And that's, that's as simple as, as it was. And, you know, I, cause I've always had ideas to how to be 
oh, this is a good opportunity to make money or this is a good opportunity to do this and that, but it never had a deeper personal meeting, you know? And so with Sketch Mob, it just all lined where I guess I was, I reached a, a, a point where, you know, I guess in life where I was like, okay, I was able to reflect and say, okay, what's, what's the most important thing to you, you know? And it was as simple as that. I wanted, I, you know, I wanted to create something that created more love and happiness in the world. That's, that's, that's it. That is so wonderful. I mean, that your, that your wife, was she okay with you quitting your job and, and doing this? Was Angie was like, go ahead and do it. This is what you need to do. Absolutely. None of this would be possible without, without her. As, as cheesy as it, as cheesy as it sounds, this, it's, it's, it would definitely not have been possible because at that time, I mean, she was the she was the breadwinner. She went to work, you know, every day, nine to five, and came home to me still sitting in my pajamas in front of my laptop screen, like right where she left me, you know. I was like, and and through many years of seeing, like, really, not I mean, not that there was nothing to show for it, but you know, it you know, it took a while for the ball to get rolling, and you know, she she had to basically hold hold you know financially side together taking on a lot of you know just responsibility even now with the kids and whatnot you know she's she still she still holds it down and honestly it's it would absolutely not be possible i guess if, like i said for like for any entrepreneur you need to have a rock to cling on to you know because because when you're in the ocean and the tide's pushing you left and right you need something to cling on and she's somebody that i you know she she holds me down and and you it's absolutely necessary oh she's incredible she is an incredible woman and and you two have two kids now <laughs> you just had one last year <laughs> right yeah it's it's a life changer for sure how is it raising children and being an entrepreneur <laughs> it's it is it mean it's it, again it's, it's very difficult because you know kids require a lot of time and energy and effort, all things, uh, all of which are, you know, are, are, are needed for, for, you know, entrepreneurship and work, you know, but you, you'll find yourself with way less time, way less, way, way less energy. And, and thus your effort really drops, but ultimately it, it, it just grows the heart though. You know, really it's, it just makes me love even more and, you know, I see the, you know, the, the excitement in them and, and raising them just kind of matures, matures, matured me as a person and offered me a, just kind of a new perspective, you know, in, in, in life and, and kind of like, you know, raising them helped me grow, you know, and also helped me reflect on, on myself and how, 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 you know, the person I am and, and it actually helped me to kind of get to to the next level per se it's you know it's it's kind of it's an interesting thing it's really really an interesting thing parenting because you know it, it in many ways it made me reflect on my own upbringing and how my upbringing kind of led me to be the person that i am you know in 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 you know both positive and and kind of ways that are kind of limiting as well and so you know in that process of of raising children, I, I kind of, I see the, the areas where 
how I how I am or how I was was because of you know my upbringing and 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 uh, you know the way I raised them is very conscious of you know not I'm very very careful as to how I speak how how I speak to them how I raise them in ways uh, that's you know that that's that's not limited that like I encourage you know enthusiasm and and empathy and ex you know excitement and, and, and love and, and, and you know compassion in them you know tell us more about your family and and the obstacles you faced growing up yeah so we are I'm first generation Vietnamese family uh, Vietnamese American my family immigrated here like other refugee families they left the country on a boat we're, we're at a uh, refugee camp in just outside of Hong Kong for you know, almost a year. That was back in 79, 80, they were in the refugee camp. They came here to the States in, in the 80s. And I was, shortly after that, I was born. Uh, that was in Missouri. So basically, you know, as soon as they landed here, you know, my parents were you know, with five kids. Well, I was, I'd just been born. You know, they immediately, you know, started work, started working. And so it was myself, you know, my sister, which is two years older, older than I am, were basically at home and my siblings, which are, you know, you know, six years, eight years, 10 years, or 12 years old, old, older than I am. So it was the older kids that were watching the younger kids. And so when they, <laughs> my mom told me this story, it's really funny. It's like when they were, got here, they didn't know that, you know, of, of like, child laws or whatever like that so they had the older kids kind of stay home from school watch the younger kids and each one of them would rotate missing school so that they would have somebody babysitting you know kim and i and until the school contacted like you guys can't do that <laughs> wow mike i i don't think i even knew that about your family because how many people are in your family it's five kids i'm the youngest one five kids um Yep. And Kim was Kim was born in Vietnam. She was born in Vietnam. So she came over here when, you know, she was, you know, less than two, younger than two. And for the listeners, Kim Fon is also entrepreneur herself. And we'll talk to her soon, Mike. I'm going to get her one day to speak to me about her her journey. But she is the founder of YumiKim.com. But yes, Mike, this is an I think you've told me uh, bits and pieces of this, but I've, I never realized that that your your family had to rotate going to school. Yeah, so it was, that was early on, you know, when we're in the Midwest. So we lived in Oklahoma for, right, shortly after we came, my family immigrated here, they were in Missouri for a little bit, and then they went to went to Oklahoma City. So we lived there until I was you know, seven or eight. And yeah, so early, that was early on. And then eventually, you know, we had to get a, I would have just, uncles or or you know family friends that would rotate come and watch <laughs> and watch us i remember you know when i was when i was little and so yeah we didn't come over here to california until i think it was when i was eight or so seven or eight somewhere in, i think 87 or something like that that makes me think about uh, the the idea of grit mike do you think do you think your background has given you the grit required to be an entrepreneur I, I I think so. I think it's, you know, I think my, well, 
my family has kind of always been entrepreneurial in ways. For instance, you know, my dad had his own like gardening or lawn business, but really that's, it was all more out of like necessity because they came over here not speaking the language. So they don't know, they didn't know how to speak English. They didn't know how to read it. So, you know, it was, you know, even finding work was hard. So they kind of had to do what they could, you know? So, you know, my dad, you know, was, was a very handy person. And so he just kind of, you know, get into, got into gardening and, and, and landscaping and whatnot. And, and my mom did custodial work. And, and, and so it's, you know, what I saw there was, you know, just, just hard work, work ethic, you know, and, 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 and that's kind of like where, you know, a lot of it, of the thinking of, well, you can do things yourself, you know, and also I'm the youngest one in the family. So I was always, you know, had to kind of keep up with everybody, you know, it's, you know, like I said, the, the, the kids raise the, the younger kids. So my, and this is funny, is this, is the realization that I had recently where, you know, a lot of my, my own issues with self-confidence and self-esteem and whatnot, I, I kind of was able to unpack that. And a lot of it came from my thoughts on my upbringing. Really, it was the, the self-talk, I guess a lot of times the negative self-talk that I had to my, that, that I would have with myself was kind of came in the voices of my, my older siblings. And it wasn't until recently where, you know, I was kind of like, I really had to unpack it where I thought, you know, it was my siblings that were raising me. They were my parents. So, so it was like kids raising kids and they were like teenagers or maybe even younger than that. And, you know, when I talk to my son, I'm very conscious of, of the things that I say to them. I'm very conscious of, of like the content, the TV shows, the stuff that I expose him to, because I know he's at such an impressionable age right now. And I don't think I had that kind of filtering or that kind of, you know, awareness in my upbringing. So, you know, a lot of things with my, the older siblings and, Newton, and, and again, this is no fault to them, to, to, to them. It's like, they were just teenagers being teenagers. So they'll probably, you know, I, in, you know, in retrospect, and thinking about things like the things that they said to me was like, oh, Michael, how could you be so dumb? Or what are you thinking? What, you know, stuff like that. And like kids, stuff that you shouldn't say to kids when they're like two, three, four years old. Like those are the things that I grew up with, ridicule and like those type, you know, and, and stuff that, you know, it's, you kind of carry with you, you know, without knowing, you know? And I, and it wasn't until recently, like I said, where I'm teaching my, my son and, and, you know, my daughter, and I'm so, you know, so aware, so conscious of how I say things to them so that it doesn't, doesn't impact any of their, their, their confidence, their creativity, you know, any of that. And, and I didn't have any of that growing up, you know, like I said, going back to my, my parents, they came over here without speaking English. So I never was read to when I was younger. They never read me a book. I don't think, I don't remember having books really around the house. So like growing up, I never had, was no one read to me, like, you know, those type of things. Well, Mike, first of all, I had never realized that about you because from the moment I met you, I've always thought that you were, you've got that swagger. I always thought you were so confident, you, and, and, and so smart. 
and maybe that's why you're so you're so thorough, Mike. It's because you want to make sure that there's no holes in, in in what you're what you're doing because of of all of this stuff that you had to go through, right? Yeah, but it, it you know it's but the way you come out is is not like what you like not like self-conscious and not confident. I just want to tell you that as a friend of, but of, it, it comes, you know, a, a, I'm telling you, it comes from a place of insecurity. Like I'm, I was really wow. afraid to fail. I'm afraid to being ridiculed and be like, Oh, that was so dumb. And so like, you know, how could you do this and that? It's like, it, it, it comes from there where I was so scared to fail. And I, but I, oh, but on the flip side, I never really celebrated any of my successes either. I never saw it that way. It never like, you know, even for you, you know, you said, oh yeah, I have, there's 30,000, you know, artists on Sketch Mom. I still feel like, man, eh, it's. That's okay, man. I'm a really good hype woman. So don't worry about it. So, okay. Let me hype you up, Mike. Cause first of all, thank you for sharing that story because, you know, even as your friend of over a decade, I think it's been over a decade, almost oh, a decade. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, no, it's 15, 15 years. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, I I think I want to go back to to what you were saying. It seems that a lot of the things that you've built through Sketch Mob and uh, you, you've just got to get over it, Mike. What you've done at Sketch with Sketch Mob is incredible, and there's only going to be more and more things that you're going to accomplish through it. So start start patting yourself on the back. You're never going to rest on your laurels. You know yourself enough that you're not going to do that. So I just want I, I want to talk about, you know, the, the, the artist community and the storytelling within this the artist community and then and then tie it into the conversation that I do want to get into, which is the NFTs, the non-fungible tokens ideas, but talk about the importance of storytelling on your platform and or just storytelling in general uh, as you build out this or as you you've built out this community and as you grow it. Yeah. So the great thing, you know, again, going back to the whole purpose of creating more, you know, love, beauty, happiness in the world was that, you know, to that side, there's really, there's two, two sides to it. The artist side where, you know, they are pursuing their passion and, and sharing their talents with the world and the people that are looking for art that's personal to them and their ability to, you know, find a, a, a channel or, 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 or media form where they can express their interests, their, what, they, what they love, the people they love. And, and behind that is some great, are really great stories. You know, it's the art that gets created on our site come from people that are really into what they're into. You know, they, they, whether it's people or is it a, a TV show or a video game or their own creation and whatnot. It's, it's something that they really are into and, and, and it's valuable to them. It's important to them. And each one of them, they have, you know, a story behind and to be able to make that, turn that story into a, a visual um, representation that's, that's, not, that's, not, that's not automated or not computerized, that's not a filter, but it's, it's adapted from someone that's, that's using their talents, using their driving on, using their passion, what they're passionate about, using the tools that they're, they're, they're passionate about. And, and the, the, the two kind of coming together the story and the passion of someone's idea and the, the, the passion and the, the, the talent 
meeting up together and creating something that's, you know, you know, greater than the sum of its parts many times. Yes. And, and you actually, uh, the talking on our, our tenet is, our, 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 our main tenets is passion, purpose, story, and then unity, you know, and, and you're talking all the talking points for me. So thanks, Mike. Yeah. I, oh, <laughs> I, I, I love, I, I love what quote. you're doing. I love what you're doing, what, how, how you're bringing people together to, you know, to share their talents and, and tell stories and, and, and really empowering each, each, every one of them that are contributing. I think it's, it's amazing that that video that you shared with the, the, the girls that, you know, you're, how you're teaching them how to, how to make basic videos and whatnot. And, and it's involving your your director friend. It's, I think it's amazing what you're doing over there. I'm a huge fan. Thank you so much. Well, I'm excited because I, I think, like you said, we always find a way to meet again, Mike. <laughs> Mikey, like you, now that you're, you and Angie are done having children, you know, you're going to, you're going to have more time as they get older, right? So now, now, now we can, we can even take it to the next level, Mike. Are you ready? Are you ready to take Sketch Mob to the next level? And what is that? Oh, yeah. I think I, I definitely, you know, it's the time is, is right. And especially with, you know, the, you know, this NFT craze going on, I, you know, yes, there's a lot of it is, is hype, but there's also a real, real usefulness there. You know, I think the, 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 the concept of non-fungible tokens and decentralized ledgers and smart contracts, those things are really, are the value there. So as you know, with the hype of NFTs and whatnot, if it brings more attention to the concept of decentralized ledger and uh, smart contracts, the better, because that really is that that there is really the future, and it makes total sense in, in a lot of industries. And that's something that I'm excited to bring to to SketchMob is for every single one of these commissions, you know, the goal is to have them be NFTs. I think it's, it's incredible. Yes. Yeah. So a, cust- a custom artwork that gets created on 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 uh, SketchMob is, it is already an original piece, but to have it, to have it on the blockchain and signed and, you know, basically stamped that, you know, this is original art created by this artist, commissioned by this, you know, this person and with all the data and the history with it, it just shows, just has more of a, you know, authentic, and it's a true true authenticity stamp on it, you know, and, and that's written on the blockchain that will be, will be there forever, essentially. Yeah. I'm so excited about it too. When I called you last week, I, and we chatted about this and, and, you know, caught up, I, I just can see all of the possibilities of working together and bringing storytelling to your artists community and, or really they have the stories already, but just bring it out of that community. Right. And, and, and I think there's so much, so many possibilities there. We already commissioned one artist from your community. She was, she's a, an artist in Peru. And I love I love the global aspect of your platform, Mike. And do you know if how many countries are 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 represented on your platform? I, I don't know a particular number, but they they literally are from all around the world. And you name it from Philippines, Russia, Ukraine, Brazil, literally all around the world, you know, 
all the major continents. And I, I don't think I haven't seen one from Antarctica yet, but <laughs> not yet. Maybe that'll be the first. <laughs> yeah. Right. But literally, yeah, from all around the world. And, and, and I think, you know, that was kind of the, the main goal was to reach these artists from all around the world, anywhere in the world. And, you know, all they need is just their computer internet connection and their God-given talent to share, you know, stories and messages from, you know, an artist that's in, you know, for, for example, in the Philippines and literally is in the, he's, he lives in a village and he's this amazing artist and he's able to share his talents and make money to support, you know, the family where otherwise, you know, in that small village, his, ta his talents would not be maybe appreciated. He may not, may not be able to leverage it to actually make enough money for the family. So it do, you know, those, those type of stories are the ones that, you know, I'm really proud of. Mike, I'm really proud of you. And I, I thank you for this, for this awesome opportunity to finally sit down and talk to you about your creative process and the work that you've done these past few years with Sketch Mob. It's, it's incredible. And I just want you to know that as a friend. I'm so proud of you. I'm so honored to call you my friend and to have been on, in each other's weddings. So that that that's just really means a lot to me. And I'm excited to figure out how we're working together in in the coming weeks. I think we let's do this, Mike. Let's let's figure out a way and and uh, I want to tell the stories on your on platform through We Excel and you know it's time. Yeah, I I I think it's going to be a good, a great collaboration between the two of us. Yeah, I think the timing's right, and as well, I like I said, I'm a huge fan of what you're doing over there, and you know, we'll, we'll I think we have some good stories to tell from on Sketch Mob, and yeah, again, it's helping oh. the artists kind of get out there, and and you know, I think there's a lot of great stories. Thank you so much, Mike, and for people to follow you, where should they go? The Sketch Mob on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Or you can just search for us, uh, Sketch, Sketch Mob on Facebook as well. And sketchmob.com is the site. Check it out and start commissioning those artists and look out for Mike's new platform relaunch with the sexy NFTs. Just forging the future here. The future is now. Thank you so much, Mike. And please give my love to Angie and, and the rest of the family. And for all of you who are listening, um, please subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us. And also go to weexcel.org. That's W-E-X-L dot O-R-G. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at W-E-X-L-O-R-G. Okay, until next time, thank you so much. Mm -hmm.